Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amin the Supreme, the all-powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amin, we trust, as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 skin gathered in this day and time, the mentalist, the bright race, the Amin race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nigan Minkari. This is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing what is the Amin Ray or Son of Man. What is the Amin Ray or the Son of Man? The Amin Ray, the Son of Man, the Messiah, the prophet, the living prophet, one who prophesizes of the future. That is a man who comes ever so often, who has foresight into the future, who is meant to raise up a bunch of people, a group of people, right, who are able to receive that vision, that foresight into the future. And the point of raising them up is to raise them up, to prepare them to be that next generation, that future generation, the leaders of the next school, the leaders of the next school. Why? Because the next, the next is dictated from the future. The now is dictated from the present, and the past has already happened. But even in the now, people try to shift things around in the, or should I say even in the past, people try to, you know, control the past from now. That's why they change and revive history all the time. History is changed and revived, like the beast is doing. He trains and then revives and revives in history. You see, he's rewriting history. He does that. It's the narrative that he wants to promote. So the only thing that is solid, that is concrete, that is out of the hands of mankind is future or future thought, future revelation, future prophecy. That is the only thing that's out of the hands of man. That is the only thing that's out of the hands of mankind. You see, he can't control the future. And he can't control the one who brings the future, who opens the door for the future. You see, that's prophecy. That's future prophecy. The Amen Ray, the Son of Man, the Messiah, right? Not the Christ. Notice I didn't use the word Christ because Christ, as I said before, is a fake version of the Son of Man, the Amen Ray, and the Messiah. That's a fake version. That is the three-dimensional human version, that Christ figure is the human version of the Messiah, the Son of Man, the Amen Ray. Because the Amen Ray, the Son of Man, Amen Ray means that son or that receiver of those Amen who are of the fourth dimension or high. And what is he receiving? He's receiving that transmission of fourth and upper dimension, not just from the fourth, but even the greater upper dimensions at times. But starting from the fourth, receiving transmission from there to raise the people who have gathered in the third dimension to be raised. He is the one who guides them to the third dimension. He is the one that puts out the reception for them to gather. He is the one who blows the trumpet, as they say. Like in the Bible, the one who blows the trumpet for the troops to gather and line up. In the, in the, like the uh, story of the so-called angel Gabriel blowing the trumpet, right? The trumpet is symbolic of the frequency, right, the uh, instrumental frequency that lines up to put people in line, to bring people in alignment. That is what that's for, to bring people into alignment, to raise people on a higher state, 
to guide them to a higher state of being. Because without that, there is no future. Even the humans had their own prophets. When I say the humans had their own prophets, I mean the humans had their own enlightened people that came to them at a certain time and helped to raise them to another level. See, this is why they put people like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and certain people who they call the founding fathers, they put those people up as beacons of light or uh, put them on pedestals and make these people sacred and holy to the formation of the United States of America because these people were the first ones who brought enlightenment, brought a new way of life to Caucasian people. They brought a new way of life to Caucasians. So this is why Caucasians honor them because these represent their prophets of that time, whether you know it or not, George Washington, all those people, because they, for the so-called white man, was bringing future a future way of life, an American way of life, so-called American way of life, right? As they were coming here, they helped set up the government and things like that. So they look at these people as prophets on the level, people who were for, who um, had the vision to foresee a future, to even stand up and fight and help to establish this so-called um, United States of America, you see. So even for them, they considered him a prophet. Now, was he really a prophet? For them, yeah, because he helped to raise these Caucasians who were coming into this country, helped raise them into that level of being so-called Americans, another name that they hijacked, right? But he gave, he brought a future way of life for these people, you see, and that's what the Son of Man or the Amun Ray does for the real elect, you see, for the real elect. The real elect represents the bright ones who are coming out of the black race. You see, he represents the one who is the receiver of that powerful illumination of thought. He receives those powerful revelations, those powerful realities, those powerful transmissions of illumination, of illuminated thought, bright thought, that is meant to spark an evolution in the people through the words of this transmission is meant to spark an evolution in the people and thus line them up to gather and move forward together, you see. And only one person at a time will be able to do that. Only one person at a time will be given the blueprint to do that, will receive that future transmission to move the people forward. It's not going to be no multiple receivers and no multiple messiahs or multiple sons of man. No, it's not going to be that. It's only one at a time for each era. It's not no multiples. It's one at a time for each era, you see, because you're going to have people who are going to come and try and cause confusion because they see that somebody's raising up the people, and of course, they because they're not the ones doing it. They want to try and steal some shine and try to, you know, call call themselves trying to pull from that frequency to to uh, um, redirect to redirect elsewhere. So we have to be mindful of those people. Again, this is why one son of man was chosen and given extensive intel, extended uh, illumination to guide the people forward given extensive illumination of brightness and extended illuminated transmission to bring the people forward. And today that is mental life. Today that's mental life because the minds of the people, it raises the thoughts of the people. It raises their way of life. It raises the, or puts them square in alignment with reality of who they are supposed to become. That time comes where 
we have to be slated for an extension and evolution to grow from one point to the next so that we never return to that point again. I told you the difference between growth and change are totally different. You know, the difference between growth and change is not, you know, is totally different. Like I said, when you grow from something, you never return to that which you've grown from. When you change from something, you can change from one thing and change right back to it and change again. So, you know, change is rooted in change is rooted in um in the third dimension. Change is rooted in the third dimension. But uh um evolution and extension is rooted in the fourth dimension and above. You see, all you can do after you hit the fourth dimension is grow on a higher level, grow to an extended level. There is no backwards once you hit the fourth dimension. Because once you hit the fourth dimension, your mind should have been altered on such a level that you can't even look back. It's nothing to look back at. Like I said before, y'all ever think, those of you, I'll say this, those of you who came into the Republican mental life, when you look back before you were in the Republican mental life, when you look back at your life and you, you know, before you heard this transmission, before you heard this message, when you look back, you say to yourself, you know, it's not the same. You don't, when you look back at your life, like I said, you don't recognize your life because that shows how much you've grown away from that. You can't even look back at that and think, damn, that was a part of my life. The friends you had, the relationships you were in, you can't even look back at those things. You know why you can't look back at those things? Because they're no longer real to you anymore. You've outgrown them. You see, they're not real to you anymore. You've actually experienced reality. So to look back at and it makes you question, even if you look back, question your place in the past as you were, it's like you're unrecognizable because of where you are now. You see, that's what a Amin Ray or a son of man does to those who are touched by the transmission of the message or that future prophecy of knowledge that he gives. You see, he raises people from where they are. That's why you know the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had to be a son of man, Amin Ray, or a receiver of his time. Why? Because he changed people's lives. He actually cleaned up and changed people's lives. Fixed broken people. Grew grew up broken people. He actually did that. Not many people can say they've done that on a scale like his. What knowledge is it that to impact the people? So you can tell people who were the real sons of man, the real Amin Rays, or the real receivers, or the uh, uh, messiahs of their time, because you had multiple, you had many messiahs, receivers, sons of men who came at a time who were heralding in a message. They were coming in like a comet that ripped the sky to bring transmission for the future to raise the elect. Elijah Muhammad, the honorable Elijah Muhammad was definitely one of those people, because the son of man, his job is to raise the people from that two-dimensional state of individuality and bring them together in the third dimension as a collective. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad most definitely did that. He most definitely did that. You see, he was the one that most definitely um, drew these drew these people in. People give the credit to Fard, but like I said, Fard can't be given the credit because, like I said, if it wasn't for Elijah Muhammad being there, there would be no nation of Islam. See, Fard didn't have to come. Elijah did. You know how you know that? Because you base it on the time, and the time tells you everything. Far came three and a half years and left. Elijah stayed 40. 
You tell me which was needed more, which was the real foundation, you see, because most of the stuff people sitting up here talking about fought for and knowledge he brought, you see, most of that was Freemasonry. Most of it was some Islam, some was just, you know, other things from other places. So all that stuff was just patched together. A lot of their teachings in the Nation of Islam was patched together teachings. Freemasonry, a little bit of Islam, a little bit of everything patched together, you see. And there were bits and pieces of truth in those pieces of the puzzle. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad had to patch that together, you see. He had to patch the pieces of those truths together to get a picture just to raise the people, to raise the vibration of the people, to get them out of their dead state as Christians and things like that and raise them to a greater state to basically show them that they can come together collectively as one people, and that's what the goal was, you see. So he did that for 40 years. He was the glue that held the nation of Islam together for 40 years. You see, he was the magic. You see, I'm, I, I seriously doubt if anybody else could have did that because if they could have, they would have. But when people receive that job to do to do a job like that, when they're able to receive and do that job, there's a reason they're able to receive and do that job because they're the only ones that were meant to do the job. There are no other alternatives. There are no other alternatives. person was meant to receive that job and do the job. Fard only did. I told, like I said, Fard really was the messenger. You see, Elijah was the Amun Ray of the Son of Man. Fard was the messenger. He brought the message and left. And when he brought the message and left, which was basically the structure of the nation of Islam and the names and things like that, he brought that in. Elijah made it work. He actually brought that to Elijah. He brought that to Elijah. You see, he brought the pieces of the puzzle to Elijah. And he put it together, and Elijah took it and went with it, you see. But like I said, you know the time that the man put in. That's how you know the person who stood around and spent the time. I'm not going to get off so much into the nation of Islam, but that's the real relation of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad as the son of man, as the Amin receiver, you see. Because you can't run nothing like that and not be receiving on some level. Even if it's even if you use the you know because and I'm gonna say this just just to round this off now you know why was somebody like Fart necessary why was somebody like Fart necessary Fart was necessary because I'm, and I want y'all to all to think about this even you Nation of Islam who may be listening think about this why was Fart necessary in the raising of the so-called black man because our people were so dead like for example you know how you have a battery in the car, and you need a spark plug to spark the spark in the car to give it a jump start, right? And once the car gets jump started, you don't need the cables no more. That's what Ford represented. Ford came, or the image of whoever this guy Ford was, he came as like a spark plug to jump start the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, you see, to get his battery going. The, um, the, Potential was there for him to be who he was, but he needed a spark. He needed a charge because him, just like all of the black people at that time, were mentally dead, man. They were all mentally dead. They was all worshiping the image of the beast, Jesus Christ. But somewhere in Elijah, there was a spark that was meant to be charged. So in all, all in all, it far just came to wake up Elijah. That's all. And Elijah was supposed to take the nation forward. And that's what happened. 
Bart was just a spark plug. That's why I called him the messenger. He carried the message from Amon, right? Amon used him to carry the message to Elijah because he couldn't have got the message no other way. They wouldn't have accepted it from a so-called black man. But like I said, they accepted it from Ford because our people were mentally dead. They represent that dead battery in the car that needed a charge. And, of course, you know, the Caucasians at that time, everybody, you know, they, you know, the white man had it going on back then, you know, for all essential purposes. Everybody looked to the so-called white man. So it took somebody who looked like a so-called white man or a white man or whoever, don't matter, to charge our people because Ford wouldn't have been or nobody would have been, you know, as effective as Ford was because of the mindset of our people at the time. You see, so far it was the perfect spark plug to be used. You see, it was all about starting the car, you know, and you use whatever you have to use to start the car because ultimately no matter what, whether far it was used or not, far it was nothing but a tool that was used by the army. That's all. Far it was used by the army by our ascendants to get Elijah going. Elijah was chosen. Far it was just, like I said, the messenger to spark the plug. After he he did his job, he left. That's how you know. You see, sometimes you have to use uh, uh, alternatives, right? Sometimes you have to use alternatives or artificial things to kick in, kick the natural energy or the next natural power in to start flowing. And that's what thought was utilized for. So then Elijah Muhammad took the mantle, was raised up as the son of man, right? And he took this message forward. Then came Dr. York. Right, you see, York didn't need no, you know, he didn't need no um, spark plug because spark was already started. Power was already in the air now. You see, the Amon used the spark plug to spark Elijah, and Elijah sparked Dr. York, and Dr. York sparked me. But like I said, we had to be sparked. All the sons of men have to be sparked by those who came before them. You see. All of those sons of men have to be sparked, and they all have their time to receive their transmission to raise the people. We are the last to be raised in the third dimension. We are the last ones that are going to be raised. In other words, not going to come, it's not going to be nobody else that's going to come in the two-dimensional realm to raise black people. I told you, this is it. This is the end. Ain't no more person, ain't no more people coming to raise the so-called black race. This is it. Like Michael Jackson said, this is it. This is really it. I said, and you ain't getting no more messengers and receivers that's going to raise the black race. The black race is done, man. They about to become the gray race. Ain't no more receivers coming for the black race. New Benminkares, I myself am the last son of man, the last receiver that you're going to get for the so-called, that's raising the um, bright people out of the black race. That's it. After this, we moving into the fourth dimension. That's it. So this is necessary right now. This is necessary that the connection has to be remade. It has to be regenerated. And we have to raise to the fourth dimension, see, because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Dr. York, they were they tried to stabilize their movements within the third dimension. They tried to stabilize their movements. But the only problem was that you can't really stabilize a movement from the third dimension for so long, especially when you're not moving on the frequency that you're not meant to move on because their frequencies that they moved on, their transmissions were meant to be temporary. They were just placeholders until Mentelec came. I'm going to just say it like that. They were placeholders until I came along because what was they really teaching? And again, this is not to put down the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, uh, Dr. Melikazi, because they were great men and they were definitely sons of men, but they were only temporary. 
they would um, temporarily hold us because the door was supposed to be open for mental act. We're not supposed to be sharing, as I said before, we're not supposed to be sharing no religions, no philosophies, none of this stuff with the beast, man. The elect, the 144,000, are supposed to receive their own separate transmission. The Amen Ray, the Amen Receiver, is supposed to be able to receive from the fourth dimension and bring back with that reception the uh, uh, um, the pathway into the fourth dimension for the elect to be raised from that. In other words, ain't going to be no more teaching them no Islam, no Christianity, no Judaism, no Bible, no spirituality, no Rosicrucian, none, none of that. That's done, man. That's over with. You see, anybody, no Moorish nonsense, so all, all that non, all that's, that's nonsense, man. We're not going back to that. Been there, done that. We're not going backwards. You see, we're not none of Pan-African crap. We're not going backwards. We're not supposed to be going in circle because those of you who are going in circle, going back and forth with these ritual customs and all this other nonsense, those of you who are doing that, you're not part of the elect. The elect go forward. And the Amen Ray, the Amen Receiver, the Son of Man, the Messiah, the Messenger of Amen, takes the people forward. We don't look back. He is that fire of man. He is that fire. He represents the soul of man. That's another reason why he's referred to as the son of man. He represents the soul of man, of the bright man, of the bronze man. He represents the soul of man. You got the soul of man and you got the spirit of mankind. He represents the soul of man. Who is that? The bright man, the bronze man, and the bronze woman. You see, that's what he represents. He represents the fire that's pushing them forward into the upper dimensions into the fourth dimension, bringing them that next reality. That's what he represents, bringing them the extension of who they are as a people. That's who he represents, a regeneration and the extension of our people, mind, body, and soul. That's what the Son of Man represents, one who brings future prophecy and shows his people who has come to raise themselves in that future setup, within that future prophecy, show them in extended states, things that will change and just, excuse me, things that will extend and grow their lives into something greater. They mean to use the word change. I do not want to use the word change and growth is interchangeable. They're not. You see, so I got to correct myself. So that's what the son of man does. He is that fire. He is that trailblazer that takes the people forward. He ain't talking back. He ain't looking back. We might make a few references back but we definitely ain't looking back. We ain't looking to repeat no rituals of the ancestors and trying to, you know, uh, 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 do what they did 5,000 years ago, 10,000. We ain't trying to do that. Man. We got our own trajectory to move in. We just picking up where they left off. We ain't trying to repeat what they did. We picking up where they left off. Got a lot of these people out here who trying to repeat what they so-called ancestors did. We ain't supposed to repeat what they did. You see, there's a reason why these Things that we once did fell away from us. These customs and traditions and rituals we had in the ancient world is a reason why that fell away from us, why we lost these things, and why certain things remained. Because we were supposed to evolve away from that and grow into something else. You so-called Israelites, you guys were supposed to outgrow the Bible, be into Revelation, and be on to something else. You see, you guys are not receiving that. You're still waiting for some Messiah or a Christ or somebody to come around that's going to be the same as y'all going to be walking around the roads with a beard. That's what y'all actually think is going to happen. You think that some God or some, 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 some Messiah or some Christ figure is coming out of the sky with a beard on the long robe to resurrect you. 
enrage you. That's what you really believe. You see, that's foolishness and folly. You see, because you're looking back in the future. I mean, looking back in the past. You see, you're looking in the past. You want things to be as they were in the past, and that's not real because you weren't back there. You were not in that past. You're not part of that past life because if you were a part of that past life, you would live this life. You would live that life more effectively than you're doing now. You see, rituals and customs come and go, but reality stands. Reality is continuous, and reality says that we, as the elect who are being raised by a son of man and omni receiver, we are supposed to realistically grow and evolve out of these old ways of thinking into an extended way of thinking. As I said, certain things stay, other things go, things that we don't need. So if we lost those rituals and customs and things we did in the ancient world, it was meant to be lost. You see, that's why I said, I said, it's no coincidence that the name Amun, Amun stayed while all those other names went. All those other names were faded into darkness. All the Atums and, and, uh, uh, and Basek and all this, we ain't dealing with no Egyptian deities. You see, there's a reason why Amun stayed around throughout throughout Egypt and going all the way to this day into religion and all the religions. There's a reason why it stood around, because it was meant to be regenerated again. And from that word Amun comes a transmission, a future transmission that is thousands and thousands. I can't, it's, that's not even countable of transmission to come, but that one word Amun brought in that transmission and frequency, which is why religion constantly keeps it connected to their prayers because that one name, Amen, will trigger frequency and transmission to come to the elect. That one name, that is the foundation of that future people, the foundation of that future race of people to know that they are of Amen, that they are Amen, that they are that Amen race, separate from the human race. Because once that word Amen came to us, once we picked up that word Amen and took it forward, all of the revelations and realities of the Amen came to us as the Amen race and who I am as the Amen race in this day and time. You see, I'm not one of the people that's going to pick up a title and put it on because I want to be the man. I'm Amen Ray because I want to be the man. I want to be seen as special. That's not the reason why I wear that title at all. I am very pragmatic, very practical in why I use that title. I use that title because it's not a choice of mine. It is a reality of who I am. And the reality of who I am in this day and time must make its way to those who are of the elect. You must know everything as we go forward. You must know everything, who you are following, why you are following why you are in alignment with this transmission, because you are the elect, and you must know as the elect you are led by an almond, because you are a part of the almond. You cannot teach who the almond receiver is or the son of man is without raising the people who are meant to hear it. Their minds have to be raised. Their bodies and souls have to be raised to receive that title, to really receive it. Because prior to this time, nobody has ever said that the Amun were a race of things before we did. Nobody has said that. I'm the only one that taught that. Amun is some deity, some god in the sky, basically like a religion. You see, the 
people who are still teaching religion in this day and time, they are not of the elect, and they're definitely not of Amun. And the Son of Man is not coming for those people. The Son of Man is coming for those who are moving into the future, people who are evolving and growing and raising their minds from the way they were in the past. That's definitely not the mass majority of people on the earth. A lot of these people on the earth, they want a rotation, and they want to ratchet up what they came away from in the past, and they want to try and put that on the people. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You see, we raise into a whole nother level, to a whole new height, a next height, I should say. That's the whole point of being raised to elect. Because like I said, if somebody is able to come and raise our people out of darkness, out of blackness, because like I said, it's another thing to a lot of these communities, organizations, societies that came before us, they were revolving around this black thing. They all revolved around this black thing. Even though the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the so-called black man, he then turned around and wrote a book called A Message to the Black Man. We got no messages for no black people in these days and times. Them days is over, man. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave enough messages to the black man. Dr. York gave enough attention to the black race. We ain't doing that. Ain't no more raising of black people. That's over with. You see, the future is bright. The future is bright. So that means that the future is about the bright race. The future is about the almond race. Because, again, you have to give people something to raise to. You can't give them something that they already in. Hell, they already know they black people, or so-called black people. You can't get no lower than black people. You can't make it no greater. So it is what it is. You've got to evolve out of that. Now, a lot of people are not ready to do that. That's not the elect. Donald Elijah Muhammad and Dr. York tried to convince so-called black people to evolve and grow, but they wasn't on that level. They couldn't, black people couldn't do that. They still was in that mindset of the blackness. You see, now the whole black thing is coming to an end. The whole black thing, even though the beast is trying to ratchet up the black and white thing again with all of these set-up circumstances where he's trying to push the races back and forth. Notice that as our people are starting to evolve by this whole black and white thing, and we realize and through this message of mental, like we're not black people, our skin is not black. I mean, just regular things we had to start off saying before we went forward. As we're starting to realize that, as we're starting to come out of that mindset, two-dimensional mindset, and moving into the third dimension as a collective body of people known as the bright race, what does the beast do? He doubles down on black consciousness. He doubles down on pantheon. He doubles down on black pan-Africanism. He doubles down on blackness. He doubles down on Wakanda forever. He doubles down on all his coming to America. You tell me, black girls rock. Isn't he trying to make being black Oh, he's trying to make black be the thing again. Isn't it like they trying to make black be the thing again? Tell me I'm wrong. Why is the beast trying to ratchet up the whole black thing? Why is he trying to make it uh, uh, the thing to be black, to be so-called black, black power, black conscious, black this and black that, pan-Africanist? Why is he doing that? Because he's trying to return us to that low state of mind because he knows eventually if that low state of mind is broken, the, the the connection with that low state of mind is broken, then we're going to have no other choice but to raise mentally. That's why Gail Gahuva kept saying, told you, Gail Gahuva kept saying, we got to stop the rise of a black messiah who will electrify the masses. He said that himself. That was him speaking about the revelation. Gail Gahuva was a Freemason. They know, see, the Freemason, all them people know about the revelation. They acknowledge the revelation is real. The Freemasons, the 
Luciferians, the Satanists, and all them people, the Rosicrucians, all them people, the Illuminati, they all recognize the book of Revelation. They can say, they can claim they didn't know they want, but they do. They recognize the Son of Man coming. They recognize the elect group of people being raised, a new society, a next society. They recognize all that. And you know what? They also know that that's going to come out of the so-called black race. Notice I said uh, out of the so-called black race, not from the black race, out of the black race, because there's a difference between from and out. You see, from implies that you're bringing one mentality from one place to another. You see, out means you have taken yourself out of that mindset and into a next stage. So we saying we come out of the black race, not from it, out of it, separate from it. We represent that of those who have been raised. Why? Because a place for us is being prepared in the fourth dimension. A place for us as the elect, as the bright races, the almond races being prepared for us in the fourth dimension. And we must take our place within the fourth dimension. A space is being made for us. We've been waiting to fill that space. And as we are being opened to fill that space and receive that transmission, which we're receiving right now, that space is made open for us so that we can ascend into that space so that we can receive our mental powers here in this uh, three-dimensional realm because, as I said before, we are the ones who are going to um, – we're the ones who are going to carry this fourth-dimensional power. It's not going to be for everybody. People say, you know, oh, if it, the fourth dimension comes, everybody going to be on the fourth dimension? No. No. All the fourth dimension means, and when the Son of Man brings the fourth dimension, means that the bright race, the bright ones will be in their right state of mind, in their righteous state of mind. We're not going to be sitting up here BSing no more. We ain't going to be sitting around here believing we black. We ain't going to be acting like no simple-minded niggas no more. That's going to be over with, man. You know, the day of Tyrone and Shaquisha and all them amongst us is dead, man. All that Negro behavior is dead, man. You see, all that cooned-out clown behavior is gone, man. That's not coming from us. And then when eventually you don't see us carrying that, you see a force strong that's carrying this pulling from the fourth dimension, then what, guess what? The coons and the sambos and them, they're going to eventually fall to the wayside or they're going to fall into the gray race. And this is the evolution that has been sparked. This is what we've been waiting on, time when the bright race, the almond race, come into power and take hold of this planet again. Because how are we going to take hold of this planet is through our mental connection, our mental transmission into the fourth dimension, our connection with our ascendance. This is how we're going to take hold of the world, the entire, the entire planet. You see, that's how that's going to happen. It's not going to happen no other kind of way. It's not going to happen with no guns. It's not going to happen with trying to overthrow no governments. It ain't going to happen with you talking about we hate the white man. Hey, that's not going to change anything, man. That's not going to, that's not going to grow anything. I should say that's not going to evolve. All that's going to do is change you into being called, uh, being labeled as a, a a black terrorist or a black identity extremist or whatever other BS they throw at you. That's all it's going to change you into. Change you into being some marked person that they sitting around here trying to identify you with some black identity extremist and try to keep connecting you to black. You see, that's not what, what it's about. The evolution is not about blackness. The evolution is about brightness, greater intelligence, greater illumination. That's what it's about. We ain't out here trying to uh, uh, change things in this society for black people. We ain't trying to make things better for black people. We want to see things get worse for black people. You know why we want to see that? Because, see, what happens when 
you put pressure to things. Pressure bursts pipes, and it forces you to expand and grow or die. You see, either you're going to raise mentally because we need this pressure applied to us. What does it do? It's going to force us together. Pressure forces people together. We need to become that force because even as we are being forced together mentally, we connect together mentally as that puzzle. We need that force to to push us forward. We need the force. We need the force to push us together and pull us forward. And that's what we're getting right now, and that's what the almond ray of the son of man brings. He is that spark plug, you see. He's the spark plug, and he's the one that carries the transmission. Like I said, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he needed an artificial spark plug. They had no choice. They had to go with using the so-called white man or Mulai, whatever they say for it is. Like I said, he was the artificial spark plug that jump-started the battery. You see, just a tool to get things going. It could have been anybody. You see, that wasn't important who the spark plug was. wasn't important. You see, wasn't important who far it was. wasn't important about none of that. What's important is the person who carried the message forward and raised the people and did the work. That's more important than somebody who came uh, three for three years and hung out and left versus somebody who stayed for 40 years and went through the slings and arrows, the person who stayed and t- did the work. Back to that for a second. So now the spark has been raised. And, you know, like I said, the transmission is going forward. And we can actually see ourselves in the state where we belong, those who are of the elect. Those who are not of the elect, oh, yeah, right, whatever. Like I said, it's not supposed to be received by those who are not of the elect. Only the elect will receive this transmission, and they will understand who the Son of Man is, who the Son of Man really is. One who brings prophecy of the future, one who brings in future thought, one who connects his people to the future, to the ascendancy. I'm that Amun Ray. I am. I am. I am. And that means you all are. You are. You are of the elect. That's what that means. The elect are being raised. Like I said, the revelation is real. The revelation is real. It's not some fairy tale. It's not some story. It's not some, you know, it's real. It represents a state of evolution for a people. That is our evolutionary book right there. You see how the white man has his stories of evolution from monkey to man to, you know, Cro-Magnon man to Homo habilis to Homo sapien. He has his evolution, which is really a revolution. But he has his little evolution, every chart. We have ours, our evolution is in the book of Revelation, the evolution of the almond race. The elect are the almond race that's spoken of in the book of Revelations who fell into darkness, who fell into a state of blackness, who forgot, or should I say, don't, didn't know who they were. And like I said before, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave you a clue that he was connected to that transmission because he said the black man is God. He said the black man is God, or man is a God. You see? You see? A man is God, right? God is a man. Amen. 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 God is a man. Fookism and the mystery out of it, because if you would have thought, if we would have thought beyond that, that you know the Most High, the Creator, is connected to man, even though he didn't, 
explain it all the way out because you get these niggas that's always up here talking about, oh, well, if the black man's supposed to be a supreme being, how come he can't do this? How come he can't do that? How come he can't do this? How come he can't do that? Because you're still black people and you're not connected to that state of brightness. You're not connected to that illumination, which is supposed to be our ascendants. Our ascendants are who pull us through. Our ascendants are who are going to reconnect us into the fourth dimension. That's who's going to bring us in there. We're living for our future, which is, represents what? Our ascendants, our children, our grandchildren. We're living for them. We ain't looking back. Back is done. Past is prologue. It's done. It's nothing to look back to. So these people who keep talking about the ancestors, these people who keep talking about ancient Israel, ancient Egypt, ancient Africa, ancient all this crap, ancient Sumeria, I don't care what it is, ancient. The people that keep talking about that, don't listen to those people. Those are not the people of the 144,000. That's not the elect. The elect are dealing with the future, the future prophecy. And the Amun Ray is the receiver for the future, the one who raised the elect. You see, that's who the Amun Ray is. He is the receiver, a transmitter, and a receptor from the fourth dimension, from the future. He is literally linked in to the fourth dimension. He is hardwired into the fourth dimension mentally. And every day that goes by, he becomes hot, uh, hot, how you say, hot wired in, strong. He becomes connected and strong into that uh, uh, fourth dimensional state. His mind starts to enter more and becomes locked into that fourth dimensional state. And as his mind becomes locked into that and the transmission that he puts out to the elect, where your mind is supposed to be firmly locked into that fourth dimensional state, then your powers will start to show your telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, into which some of you has already started already. I already know it started with me. So this is happening. As a result of that, because we are taking ourselves out of that three-dimensional state and, excuse me, out of that two-dimensional state and gathering in the three-dimensional for reception for the fourth. So we are moving along steadily. We are moving along steadily. You see, and the beasts don't want us on this path. They don't want us on this path. They want us just to stay black. Stay black. Stay black because they can manage black people. The beast can mentally manage black people. They can mentally handle black people. They can mentally uh, um, misdirect black people, control black people. But they ain't got no control over the bright race. They have no mental control over the bright race at all. And this is what's going to piss them off. And it's going to piss off a lot of you so-called black people too. A lot of you niggas, y'all want us to be mental slaves to the beast just like y'all are. You ever notice that when you're not, if you notice this, when your mind is being raised on a level and it's beyond so-called white men, it's beyond these so-called black, what's the first thing the black attack dog tried to do? Oh, where you getting this from? Oh, this is some cult thing. Oh, that's pseudo. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead and read this book, brother. See, and here, uh, scientists say that this, so that's impossible what you're saying, brother. See, the white man say right here that what you're saying is impossible, brother. Watch those people. Not, you know, disregard. Don't even watch them. They're not worth watching. Disregard. Those are not the people of the elect. The people of the elect, the people of the future, their minds are clear thinking. They're thinking on their own without the assistance of Caucasians. They can hear a transmission of message, and they can take it. See, because like I said, thinking, the ability to actually think and process transmission, because that's what thinking is. When y'all hear this message, this transmission, you are mentally processing you are mentally processing this transmission. You are mentally taking it in and lining it up and 
putting it out there and changing and or should I say extending your lives by this. You are processing that. The ability to process live feed, live transmission like this and actually think about it without having to go and say, well, what do what, what the white men say? What do the books say? What, what the scientists say? The ability to do that is from Amin. And that means that you have that capability, that capability that separates you from everybody else, that you can actually think, that you can actually think. Because most people can't think. Real thinking is future future thinking. That's real thinking. Think, thinking is forward. Thinking is not you know, uh, um, past or present. Future is always forward. So the real thinkers are future thinkers. That's the real thinkers. That's the real people who are of, of the elect. They're future thinkers. You see, if they're able to receive future thought and process it, the majority of these people can't process it. Even the people that listen to this broadcast live, you can't process it because if you truly did process it, you would be in the Republican mention, like you'd be home where you belong. A lot of you who have not come home, that means you're not really processing what I'm saying. You're not. You just listening. I told you I don't know what you're listening for. If you're not processed, when are you gonna listen to something you can't process? If you could process it, you would be in the Republican mental right. We'll be right back.
Him and Ray are the receiver. He brings life. He brings living color to the future. That's what the Amon Ray does. Tell me, has anybody been able to do this from what y'all heard other than what I'm teaching in mental act? Bring real living color, things that you can actually see. Not some abstract talk, not some symbolic talk, but actually I gave y'all concrete things. I gave my people concrete, logical, and rational thoughts, transmission that facts are based on in living color. Who else did that? You tell me. Everything you've heard for the most part has been abstract, you see, symbolic, you know, out like really wild and out there. Even though the things I've said were futuristic and the transmission I brought through mental like was futuristic, you can actually see because I've taken time to sit down and draw all of this out to you all as I'm giving you this transmission. I've taken time by me just sitting here and doing this, the transmission becomes clearer. You see, the foundation of it is logical and rational thinking. If you're not a thinker, then you cannot be a receiver of the Amun Ray, one who is one of that reception or a receptor of that uh, uh, receiver. You can't be a receptor because you have to be able to see in color, future things in color that are meant to come to pass. You see, things that are meant to come to pass. See, a people who are not futuristic in their thinking, a people who are not futuristic in their vision, there's no, there's, no, there's no future for you. That's why I say there's no future for black people. Black people are not futuristic in anything they think about. They're not futuristic in their visions, thoughts, anything. That's why businesses ultimately don't work out a lot for black people. They got to ride the coattails of Caucasians. They got to see what they think and what they doing, how they do. That's why they don't pioneer nothing. We don't do anything that puts us ahead of everybody else, trailblazers, and makes us trailblazers because you are without a purpose to do that. You are out vision to do that. You have to be in reception to something higher, which is our ascendance to bring about a future prophecy. You have to be about that, and a lot of our people are not. You have to be in alignment with a receiver, you see. You have to be in alignment with a receiver. There has to be one who takes the lead and gathers the people and moves them forward. A lot of our people are not, a lot of, well, I ain't going to say our people, a lot of black people are not willing to accept that. They don't want to accept that reality. They want, oh, I'm my own God. We don't need no leader. We are own gods. We'll get to where we got to go. Just leave them people on the wayside. Let them believe whatever they want to. Those are delusional people. You'll see them people, same way they was talking, that same crap, and they'll look older. All they're going to do is get older. All that's going to change for them is they age. They're going to get older and more stupider in their words. They're not going to get any wiser. They're not going to become more enlightened. You can forget about it. Forget it, much less enlightened. They're not even getting to this point of enlightenment. So forget about illumination. They're not even going to that point. Forget that. They're just going to stay in darkness. And, again, the son of man, the almond ray, did not come to raise people who are slated to be in darkness. He didn't come to raise them. He came to raise the people up who were able to receive that message, who were able to receive that transmission. It shouldn't have to be no thing, oh, I got to convince you, oh, I got to, you know, I got to uh, uh, go hard, we got to debate. Ain't nothing to debate about, ain't nothing to confuse, because what are you debating me with? I'm talking to you about the future. You're going to talk to me about the past or the present, which, which is controlled by the so-called white men. You ain't giving me nothing 
that you're offering in the present or from the past. So I don't want to hear about the ancestors, and I don't want to hear about modern-day things that the white man that you're going back and forth with the white man. That's not prophecy, man. None of that is future prophecy. So if it's not future prophecy, we shouldn't be focusing on it as the elect. We need to be focusing on future things, forward things that we as a collective community are supposed to adhere to and evolve to and grow into. That's what we're supposed to do as those who are following an Amun Ray. That's who the Amun Ray comes to, the son of man. He supercharges those people into the future. He forces them mentally into the future. I'm forcing my people into the future mentally. I'm not out here trying to get y'all to, you know, uh, 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 focus on what happened in the past or just trying, you know, get along within the present. No, we're forcing ourselves into the future mentally. Collectively, we are forcing ourselves into the future as it should be. We're not out here trying to just get along, go along, get along. We're not with none of this, man. Our focus is forward into the future so that we can start seeing those future visions. And a lot of these future visions are starting to take hold. A lot of these future visions are starting to come into alignment with us. So it is power, power, transmission, and extension that is guiding us forward by this almond ray this almond receiver who transmits this message. See, because it took a time to get to this planet. It took time to get to this dimension, this three dimension, because this transmission was always hovering above this time frame, meaning that this transmission was always hovering within the fourth dimension, up in the eighth dimension, the higher dimension, the greater states of this transmission. They were always there, but we had to come to a time and we had to get a receiver, a leader, who can actually translate these transmissions. And I use the word translate these transmissions because it's literally a a transliteration of a higher speed of thought. We are literally transmitting that which is being translated from our ascendants. I'm translating what's being transmitted from our ascendants. And it is going to you all to move us forward into the future. Because, as I said, our ascendants speak a different language than what we do. You see, they speak a different language. They think a different way. You see, their way is the right way. Their way is the righteous way. And we have to raise them by this transmission that we're getting. In other words, the transmission that's coming from them in the future is meant to come to us so that we can raise ourselves. And thus, in real time, in this time right here, we can raise them up to that time. So in other words, we have to be the foundational growth within this three-dimensional realm so that we sprout up into the fourth dimension and everything goes in alignment as it's supposed to. You follow what I'm saying? We have to be the ones in reception to this in order for things to evolve and to grow. We have to be. We represent the evolution. We represent the elect change, the election. We represent that, those who were called and chosen to be part of this extension. Again, y'all don't really know powerful and how supreme this is that we are being chosen in this day and time because, like I said, nobody – and I mean nobody has ever and will never be able to challenge mental act. I say that. I stand on it. Nobody has, can, and will ever be able to challenge mental act. You see, they had their chance, and they failed. 
just as they always will fail because when something comes from on high from our ascendance, something that is beyond this time, beyond the mind frame of this time that is extended, who, who won't, who's going to go against that? Who's going to be able to real, realistically, logically, and rationally? You could say you don't like it. You could say it's crazy. You could say we're a cult. You can call us all these names, but you can't take apart the teaching because it ain't built like that. The transmission is built on a whole different other frequency. This transmission is built on a whole different frequency. Those of you who are listening to it, you have to hear what I'm saying to you. You have to feel it as it's going into your as you're hearing this and it's going into your head and you're processing this. You could tell that this transmission is on a whole different frequency than from which you're used to hearing. Right or wrong? You tell me. You tell me. Like a lot of this stuff that these so-called leaders brought, a lot of this stuff you can still relate to as being black people. See, with mental intellect, you can't relate to nothing as black people, and you're not supposed to. And mental intellect, you can't relate to nothing as black people, and you're not supposed to. We stop, we're, supposed to we're supposed to bend nonstop relating to blackness. We're supposed to bend nonstop relating to this black nonsense, man. We're supposed to bend nonstop this. That's a that's a sign of our ascension. When we're looking at the so-called black race, which we're supposed to be a part of, and we're looking at them like, "Word, really?" Like, and we question them, and we're looking at, and we stop looking at the white man, and we're looking at ourselves because that's ultimately who you're supposed to look at when you're looking for evolution and growth. You're supposed to look to yourself. You don't look for outside that the so-called black race. They still looking to the white man, uh, blaming him for why they ain't grow, why they ain't, why they ain't. Um, extend. They still looking to, looking for white people to grow them, to change them, to extend whatever. We're not looking for that. We're not looking for no human intervention. We're not looking for a human intervention. Our intervention is going to come by way of our ascendants. You see, who are already born, who are already living in the future, who are waiting for us to bring them forward. That's our ascension. That's our guide into the future, and they are guiding me through their voices. This is their transmission, not mine. I'm responsible for it. Yes, I'm responsible for it in this third dimension. So I'll, if you hear me saying, yeah, I brought this forward, I brought this out, I say it because I'm responsible for it once it is transmitted to me. If I give you something, I say this is yours, use that. It's yours now, right or wrong. It's yours. But it didn't come from you. It came from someplace higher. It came from somebody else. So when I say mental, it didn't come from me. It came through me. I'm responsible for it because now I got to teach this to you all. I got to teach it as it comes to me. I can't teach it as it comes, as how I want to teach it, how I want to sit. No. A lot of times I was I would say things and I'd be like, well, maybe I shouldn't say it this way. Maybe I shouldn't say it that way. And then it's like it come busting through and come out the way it's supposed to come out. And I got no control over that. I mean that because at times it, it was some raw and uncut and things I was teaching. I was like, this is a little bit too over the top. I don't want to say this, but it just come out that way. You go figure because that's how the ascendants want me to say it. They want me to say it so it resonates. They want me to say it and do it every night because at one point I was like, I ain't doing no broadcast every night. Next thing you know, I'm doing it every night because that's what they want me to do. I'm doing what they want me to do because they are the authority that we're supposed to answer to. Our children, our ascendants are the authority. They represent the future. You see, they represent our sons and daughters of man, of Amun. They represent our sons and daughters of Amun who are the future, man. And we live through them. We continuously live through them. You see, that's what the purpose is. We live through them, man. 
and we have and like I said, they been they always have been in the future. They have always been in the future, and they have always been the ones planting the things here, putting things here, transmitting messages here. So they are the ones that we answer to. It's always about the future. It's never about the past or the present. The past and present are prologue. Like I said, the son of man, the Amen Ray, the Amen Receiver, brings future prophecy for the elect. He doesn't bring no belief system. He don't bring no uh, 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 philosophy. He don't bring no spiritual beliefs. Nah. He brings pure reality. Pure reality. Pure logical and rational reality. Extended thought. Extended transmission. Those telepathic capabilities. That's what an Amen Ray or Amen Receiver does. He raises the people mentally and physically and soulfully. All three. And etherically. If you want to go to the fourth, and etherically, this is a reality that we have to uh, 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 undergo and extend our, and extend ourselves by. Because how else are we going to do that if not this way? This message had to come so that those who had who could hear it, those who are meant to hear it, they can receive it and they can process it and bring themselves into alignment with this covenant, with this community. Because you look all over the planet, like I told you before, the white man will sit up here and tell you, oh, you know, you so-called black people, you come together. If you black people come together, you a cult, you a cult, you a cult. But they all together. Trust me, the white man, they all together. They want to discourage you from coming together. But trust me, Caucasians, white people, Asians, all of them together, they getting together right now. They getting together right now. Nobody calls them a cult. Nobody said they crazy. The white man, they got think tanks, they got groups, they got community, um, law enforcement community, this community, they call themselves a family. So they together. They got their uh, 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 religion. They all together. They all about community. But when you talk about community and young people coming together, oh, you a cult, uh, oh, you, y'all trying to form some criminal thing, you demonize when you come together. When the man who brings you together, and like I said, how did you how do you demonize somebody like uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad? You see, how do you demonize them? But they didn't demonize, demonize the Ku Klux Klan, though. They, they weren't demonized. You see, but the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was. All he did was clean people up, and all he said the white man was the devil. He ain't lie. He ain't lie. And he said the black man was God. You see, he ain't lie. For that level of teach, teaching, he he didn't lie. He told the truth of that time. But there was greater things to it, more extended things to it that he wasn't meant to teach or document. But they were sons of man. They were almond rays. They were those almond receivers of their time. And they taught what they had to teach. They had to be the foundational build to what we have now. I represent the third knock on the door. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Dr. York, they represented knock number one and knock number two. Dr. York picked about the three knocks at the door, and he talked about that knock at the door really being a knock. The door he meant was the door to the fourth dimension. When he talked about knocker, I remember he talked about something, I think it was in the Quran, talking about the knocker or something like that. He was talking, using it symbolically, talking about knocks at the door, you see. I knocked on the door three times. I forget what it was, but it makes sense now. Each time we come together and we collectively come together with, to gather from this, we come out now of the two dimension to gather into the third dimension, that represents a knock at the door. 
because we're gathering in the third dimension as a collective, as a community, so that we can be worthy enough to knock on the door of the fourth dimension, to knock on and open that door. We cannot enter the fourth dimension if we're not knocking on the third dimensional door as a collective body because the fact that we are gathering is saying that we're ready. We're coming together. We're ready to receive. We're ready to take this reception, and we're ready to enter the fourth dimension as a collective body. That's what it's saying when we are gathering as the elect. That is what the Amen Ray comes for, the Son of Man comes for at that time, in the end of time, when those who are meant to be of the elect already, who are coming out of the black race, who are going to be raised into Amen race, who are going to receive this next transmission, this next knowledge to raise them into a higher state of being, when they are ready to receive that, then the Amen Ray, the Amen receiver comes. See, all this was planned out time I received this first transmission in 2003 to the time of now to Mentelec coming out in 2010. All this transmission was meant to happen as it's happening. All of it was meant to happen as it's happening right now. And the people who are meant to receive it, who have yet to receive it, and who will receive it, that's already been laid out. The people who are not a vomit, it's already been laid out. You can't make yourself a vomit. Either you're born of it or you're not. So the people who heard this, like I said, many are called, few are chosen. You're going to have people, like I said, who are going to attach themselves to this thing, and it's going to grow, and it's going to keep growing, and then you're going to have people detached from it because they're not going to be able to keep receiving this transmission because if you're not really of this, if you're not born of this, then you're going to fall away from this. You see, you're going to fall to the wayside, as black people will do. You're going to fade to black, which becomes gray. There won't be any black, so-called black people in the future. There will be no so-called black people in the future. There will be no so-called white people in the future. There will be no so-called, there will be no so-called yellow, all these other people. They all meant to be part of the gray race, and we will be raised as the bright race. So these names are being put into our consciousness, into our state of, into our way of thought, because it is meant to be brought out. So we're laying the foundation in physical form. That's why mentelec is here. That's why the bright race, and we put these words in. We're putting words into motion. We're putting words into this state of reality that we're not here before. You see, things that came first from us. How long has it been since we don't heard things come first from us? Now black people are used to being in second class, waiting on white people and other races of people to tell them what's, what, what you should be knowing, what's real, what's real knowledge, what y'all should be studying. You waiting on white people. Y'all no longer take the lead no more. But see, the son of man, the Amen Ray, the Amen Receiver, is taking the lead. He's taking the lead. The hell with your Jesus taking the wheel. The Amen Ray is taking the square and taking the line and towing the line. Keep this in mind, see, because, like I said, we have not been on the level. We have not been on the square. We have not stood in righteousness for a very long time. We've been without. We've been without. Now, standing up, we're standing up in the name of righteousness as the almond race. Right back.
see, most people want revolution over revelation. They want revolution over revelation. Well, I'm going to do a broadcast, and I'm going to give an extended meaning of what I mean. The people who are of the elect, they want revelation. The people who are of the rejects, they want revolution. What's the difference? The ones who are going to be following the Amen Ray, the Amen Receiver, the Son of Man, right? The one who's going to be following the message of Amen, the Messiah, those are the people who want revelation. We live in revelation because revelation happens over time. Revelation happens by our hands. Revelation happens by what we are willing to accept as reality and how we're willing to grow ourselves within that reality onto a higher level. That's where that comes from. We, as the elect, we want revelation. We don't want revolution. Revolution is something that the black people want to happen as change. They want change. Revolution is change. You see, we don't want change. We want growth. Revelation is growth. Revolution is change. I'm gonna, I want y'all to say this, say that what I just said. Revolution is change. Revelation is growth. Revelation is powerful because see again, once you grow from something, you ain't gonna go or go back to it. You're not. Like I said, you once you grow up from a child into an adult, you ain't gonna grow back down into an, a child again. Right or wrong. So. That's revelation. Revelation is growth. Revelation is extension. See, you so-called black race, they don't want revelation. They want revolution or so-called revolution. In other words, they want change. They want to take down whitey. They want to fight whitey. They want to see whitey come down as if whitey is the problem. Whitey is not the problem. Whitey would have never been a problem if we stayed together within the third dimension. That's why Whitey was able to take you down. Whitey was able to take you down, and all these other nations are able to stand over you because you don't stand together within the third dimension. See, that's a revelation that so-called black people don't want to receive. They don't want to live collectively as a community and thus garner the power Garnered the transmission because the more and more of us come within alignment with this third dimension as a collective body, then we will receive transmission, continuous revelation, and we will start to grow into who we are. But see, so-called black people don't want that. They're not patient for that. See, they want when this gonna happen, man. I'm bored. He just talking, man. He ain't taking you. He ain't taking us no. See that? That's what black people do. You see, they want things to happen like that. You see, the people that want things to happen like that, those are not the elect. Those are not the ones who are following the Amun Ray. Those are the ones who are following the beast. Those are the ones who really don't want this revelation to take place. They want revolution. Those are not the ones who acknowledge the power of the Amun because they're not part of the Amun. They really just want white people and the rest of the humans within the three-dimensional realm to accept them. But don't worry about that. They will accept you. They will accept you. The beast will accept you as long as you become part of the great race, as long as you accept his ways. He's going to accept you, and he's doing that, you see. As long as you think ain't nothing wrong with homosexuals and lesbians and transgenders and and, and, and your children going and becoming transgenders at early ages or pedophilia, as long as you don't think there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you bestiality, as long as you don't think there's nothing wrong with, you know, all these things the beast does here, right, as long as you don't think there's nothing wrong with drugs, they push, all this other stuff. As long as you don't think there's nothing wrong with the degeneracy here, then you can be part of their group. 
and most of these so-called black people, y'all already accepted it, and you willing to grow or go along with, I'm not even going to say grow, go along with, I meant to say, go along with that revolutionary mindset, you see, where things will change for you, or at least it will appear to change for you. But see, I caution you because the things that change one day, they change on one level, they're going to change back in another time. See, because that's what change is all about. Change is not fixed. Change is not a fixed thing. Change is very unfixed. Change is very, how you say, um, very um, a fickle. Change is very fickle. One minute somebody could change and they like you. One minute, next minute they don't like you. That's 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 change. That's people who move off of a revolutionary mindset. They move off of a re- off of a revolution. See those who move off of an evolution, they about revelation. Evolution, revelation, growth all goes together. Revolution, change. You see, that uh, uh, and all that, that is all about the, uh, um, about the, uh, um, revo- uh, um, the um, revolution, the revolving circle, you see. That's all that's about. So we got to know what path we're supposed to be on. See, because we're supposed to be living this for life, man. We're supposed to be living this for life. We ain't supposed to be around someone talking, man, when's something else going to happen? When the talking going to stop? When we going when we going to start um, popping in and out of space and time and whatnot? When next? I'm waiting for that because what that means is we're not those people who think like that. They're not moving by way of revelation. They're moving by way of revolution. You see, and the revolution that they got in their head, where they think things are going to change like that, that's not real. That's not even real. That's not real. The thing where they think, oh, things are going to change and evolve and grow and, th- and just pop into this, that's not real. You see, like you Israelites, you guys took into a, yeah, when the Lord comes back, he's just going to show up in one day and everything going to just, just change and we're going to be in power. That ain't how it works. Y'all didn't live this life for real. You haven't shown that you are worthy to extend into the fourth dimension. See, we have to show that we are worthy. We're not being let into the fourth dimension until we show that we are worthy. How do we show that we are worthy to enter the fourth dimension? By coming together collectively and living that way, really living that way, really living by these laws and orders that are being sent down through this transmission by way of our ascendancy, Amen, and aligning ourselves as the Amen race. That's how you show that we are worthy. That's how you show that. That's how you show that you are worthy. You don't show that you're worthy by, oh, when this going to happen, oh, it's still talking. Well, we ain't doing that. Well, why, when when we going to see some ex- explosives and fireworks? When we going to be in power again? When when the, when is it going to change? When are we going to do this, something something next and change? When this change going to happen? We ain't here to change. We're not here to change. We're here to grow. We're not here to change. We're here to grow. We're here to extend. That's not that's That's growth. That's not change. Like I said, growth is we're going to grow away from something. We ain't going back. Because there was things that we used to do five, four, three, four years ago. Those of you have been here long, we don't do that no more. Isn't that not growth? See, you have to continue to grow and extend and evolve. They ain't exactly. No patience. Patience is something you're supposed to build over a lifetime. You see? Patience is something you build over a lifetime. If you ain't got the pay, oh, I'm bored. Oh, he's doing another broadcast. I'm getting tired of the broadcast. When's something going to happen? When, when, that's not the people who are the elect. 
That's not the elect. That's the rejects. That's the people who want their minds blown. They want to be. They want to see fireworks and explosions, and then they want to just poof and have power. That's those not the elect. Those are not the people who are going to hear this transmission and stay in alignment with this transmission and go and be in alignment with this community. That's not who this is. That's the rejects. Those are the people who Amin is not dealing with because Amin deals with those who have patience, who are here to live this life as mentalians, as mentalists, as the elect, who are here to live this life as the Amin race. See, like I said, what happens when you when you what happens when you put it? I'm gonna liken this. I'm gonna give this as an example. Think of this title, this identity of Amun or as the Amun race, this species of the Amun race. Think of it, think of it as a, a coat we're putting on. Think of it as a, I'm going to just say new coat. Just think of it as a new coat you're trying on. That coat doesn't truly become yours until you've broken it in, until you've worn it, until your energy has gotten on it. Then that coat becomes yours. You don't, the coat don't become yours when you put it on and then take it right off. It's not yours. They're still brand new. You see, it becomes yours in the next when you wear that coat, when your energy gets on it, when you move around it, right? Exactly. It goes from new to next. That's how it's supposed to go when it takes your energy on. And when you take it off and you stop wearing it, that's when it becomes old. You see what I'm saying? Do y'all see where I'm going with this? In other words, we have to wear this coat as the almond race. We have to wear this next identity. We have to live this next identity. We have to live that out in order for you to see extensions come, growth come. We have to live it out and wear it. Y'all ain't wore this yet. You ain't really wore it yet. You ain't wore it yet. You ain't had time to wear it. You ain't had time to be in the world known as the almond race. Have the white man, all these humans criticize you. Oh, these guys saying they're a whole other species, a whole other race. That's going to come along with it. They're going to do that. But so what? So what? That's when you live something. You wear it. You start pulling energy from it because it's yours now. We, as the almond race, that's ours. That's ours. We got to live this life as the almond race. As the mentality, we have to live this life as the bright race. We ain't lived that yet. We just got started. And people, ah, it's been four years. Ah, we still doing this. What are we going to be doing this? That's what black people do. You see, those are the people who will never receive any transmission, any telepathy, psychometry, clear because these things grow over time. I told you, these things grow over time. You see, the power grows over time. And when you ain't got people who think like that, who are not built like that to be those um, continuous receivers, they looking for a way out. But let me go ahead and um, read these questions before we go. What is the Amun Ray slash son of man? That represents the soul of man, that next man who comes to raise the people who is connected to the fourth dimension. That's what makes him that Amun Ray or son of man because he is connected to that upper dimension, that higher dimension above this one, above this third dimension. He is mentally in alignment with the fourth dimension, and he's going to bring his people from the third dimension to the fourth dimension. That's me in this day and time, and that's you all who are in the Republic of Mental Life. Who is coming, for, for, uh, who is coming forward and why? The Amun Ray to raise the elect. The almond race. Who is coming to? Who is it coming to the almond race? Which is us. 
Why is it not a woman? Why is the Amun Ray or Son of Man not a woman? Because the Amun Ray, the Son of Man, see, that represents when man ejaculates into a woman and puts a seed inside, he plants that seed inside her, that represents the next life, that no life can happen until that man plants the seed into the woman. So the Amun Ray would have to be a man because he represents that next state of life. Even you women who come through, you represent that next state of life through your fathers, not through your mothers. Women and men are linked in through the man. That's how you're linked in. You see, what does his coming mean? The next world. Simple as that, the fourth dimension. His coming represents the fourth dimension. And like I said, men and women are tied into the fourth dimension through their father. You are who your father is. You're tied in through your father. I don't care if you're a woman, see, I'm always female. Woman, man, you tied in through your father. We tied in through that that sperm, through that fire, and that fire is like the transmission hitting the earth. That fire is like the transmission that hits the earth, you see. And that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the, I am the intellectual new Ben Menkares. This is Ben Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.